Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to Mountain Murders Offbeat. I am Heather. And I am Dylan. Dylan, you just, spit hot fire. Ooh, I'm just following your lead there. What's up, Dylan? Did I do good? Um, You did well. Oh, I think that's something people say when you really didn't do good and they're still... You did very well. Yeah. Instead of you did good. That seems really official. You sound so country. <laughs> you think so? What the hell? I ain't country. You hit me with a, now that you mentioned that, I'm going to mention what you hit me with the other night. Yeah, what's that? A very, one of the countryest. What I hit you with, with my, with my big foot or something, what I hit you with. One of the countryest things that's happened to me in a very long time. When you say countryest, do you mean the cuntiest things that ever happened to you? Because I'm sure that happens a lot when you're with me. No. The cuntiest things. No, this is definitely country, not cunt, country. Okay. Okay. So it's it was got cute. A, so it's a C O U N T R Y. Okay. Yes, and um, she's. I asked her. I asked you something, and you replied back. Oh no. <laughs> and I, it was like even I you think didn't. It was even better than that because I was like, I know. I don't know. I <laughs> know. And she didn't even move. Her body barely moved. I think and it her was really high. <laughs> lips barely why. moved, and I was like, that is the countryest fucking thing I've heard in a long time. All right. Pertner was. <laughs> Pertner was. Hey, how are you? I'm just, I'm doing well, Dylan. I'm just well. <laughs> yes, I must say we went I'm up, doing good, Dylan. <laughs> we went up to Michigan. Love Michigan for various reasons. Beautiful state. And um, you I can, got to float in a lake. Yeah. I was so excited. Beautiful outdoor areas. It's very nice. A lot of and outdoor recreation. You can buy marijuana on the shelf in a store. Yeah, I know. You're still amazed by that. So that is one of the coolest things. I you actually just can't get over it. Stepped foot in the dispensary. I've been talking about this for like a year. You know, you've never went to your um, weed dealer and seen shit on sale, right? Like a, a good deal if you do this. You never got that at the weed what dealer. What do you do if your grandma sells you weed? No. I, you don't get the granddaughter hookup? Marijuana. I'm just a, kidding. I wish a, my grandma sold me weed. That bitch is greedy with her weed. Okay, anyway, what? Marijuana in a retail setting is amazing. 
don't you think? Yes. Oh, my God. So Heather's been eating gummies since we went up there. That's not true. Don't tell people that. (laughs) And it's true. I I like designer drugs. Leave me alone. (laughs) Are you ready to start this week's offbeat? Yeah, I must say we're We're still laid back. Yes, we're still on vacation mode. With our mind on our money and our money on our mind. Yes. And um, we'll be back with another Mountain Murders on Sunday, early Later Monday. on Sunday. Dr. Dre will be back with some brand new true crime story. What? I don't know. And so right now we're just going with it, right? This I, is I, a, I don't know what that, I don't know where I'm going with it, but uh, I, I know we agreed that today's show would be kind of a loosey-goosey, relaxed lead back. You got to be careful because a lot of people use those words in describing some of their episodes. But we are relaxed, and that's all you need to know. It's loose. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Yeah, you want me to open this? You're the golden goose. Do so it. I'm so relaxed, I'm reading straight off of the People website. So according to People. <sighs> okay. <laughs> hey, other people do it. I don't give a shit. Okay, so check this out. A former Mississippi lawmaker was sh- sure her sister-in-law was murdered. Then she was killed on the same property her sister-in-law was found on. What the fuck? Yeah, so former state representative Ashley Henley okay. is believed to have been shot and killed while mowing the grass outside the burned trailer in which her sister-in-law was fo- also found dead in December. What Duh. in the yeehaw white people shit is that? That is, there's a lot to unpack in that. You're shot in front of the burned out trailer where your sister-in-law was killed while you're cutting the grass. And so you're, okay. That's just like a shitty situation. Because one, you're cutting the grass, you're a mess, it's sticky, and then somebody comes and shoots you? Well, I hate, so this whole time she has been raising Cain, saying openly and in public, my sister-in-law was murdered. You know, maybe this is, I don't know how far she went so with it. So being like a very vocal advocate for her sister-in-law? Yes, and she... Oh, so do you think this could be like some sort of revenge killing? Well, how, how is this not connected? You're mowing the grass in front of the burned-out trailer, which sounds like it was set on fucking fire, that your sister-in-law was found dead in, and you've been screaming this whole time. And then you just find out that there was like a meth lab there that caught on fire? That's not... Okay. That's unsubstantiated. You can't say that. But there could be. Yeah, um, there couldn't be as well. Well, when my uncle had his meth lab, he had it in a trailer. <laughs> and then I go back and look at the case and actually did involve a, a meth lab and I feel corrected. But as to yet, I have not done that. So I'm going to stick with the trailer was set on fire. She was fucking killed. Boom. Well, yeah, I mean, you've established those facts. We get it. <laughs> I just am trying to huh. add a little ambiance to the story that it could be a meth lab in this trailer and maybe it just blew up and then you're like, that's not substantiated. And then I'm just telling you, but it's reasonable because it happened to somebody I know. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so all trailer fires in the future will be connected to a meth lab? Not always. Sometimes it's like a grease fire. Yeah, so I, I Because think... people don't clean the back, you know, the under parts of their oven and stove and shit. Of the vent? The hood area. The hood? Yeah. People okay. be nasty. Wow. Somebody out there needs to hear this too. You need to clean behind your toilet. Well, um, I sometimes have to remind myself that very thing, and you have to get on all fours to really get back there. Yeah, I know. I did it. And you know day. what you need? People get all the sponges and the brushes. You need a fucking rag, okay? That's what I clean my whole house with all growing up. A rag, a good rag. 
So when you say a rag, is that like a scrap t-shirt, an old towel, or is there specific like rags that you purchase? <laughs> like there's someone on the side of the road that's like, would you like some fresh fruit? How about some rags? So, la, la, la. so you're talking to somebody who's cleaned their whole house with rags all growing up, and you think we bought branded that's rags? That's what I'm asking. I don't know. Honey, um, no, it was just whatever was at hand, but a good rag. Well, that's what I'm asking. Is it a towel? Is it like a t-shirt? You Maybe. scrubbing with your old drawers? What you doing? I don't feel that this uh, podcast is coherent. No, or I think could... it's fine. No. You think it's fine? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Well, I for... Okay, we were talking about true crime, so we would get back to that. Yeah, you got. You Besides... can't say stuff about victims though. I don't think they had a meth lab. Uh, okay, well they probably didn't. Yeah, so I mean, how could that not be connected, right? It could be. I mean, that's all I'm going to say about that if story. If it's not, it's really fucking weird and coincidental. And the case is still open and ongoing in the death of her sister-in-law. Okay, so there's still time to establish there could have been a meth lab. <laughs> yes, there is that. Okay. Yes, I think you had a... <laughs> oh, my God. I don't... Is this is this content? This is content. Is it, people this... do this. Other people do this. So we're trying it out, folks. Okay? They just randomly talk about their fucking day... And then their cat comes in and shits. You know what? I think if you really enjoy a podcast and you aren't annoyed with a host, I can listen to my favorite podcasters talk about all sorts of shit. Yeah. And that's why we listen to all these other people for that very reason. I'll listen to people talk about anything. I don't give a fuck. So did you know that Pablo Escobar had cocaine hippos? Uh, Yes, I did know that. How did you know? I knew that because he had a full-blown exotic like preserve built for himself down there near Medellin. Medellin. Oh, yeah? Yes. So these hippos were brought into Colombia as exotic pets by, of course, notorious drug kingpin, Pablo Escobar. But the problem is, Dylan, they have been breeding at an alarming pace over the last few decades, and they've become a really serious threat to the, like, natural habitat like the flora and fauna in col in colombia and anyone within 300 feet of them i don't think people realize the hippo is one of the most violent land animals that we have i mean it is up there with the polar bear the biggest kodiak grizzly ever they are um there's actually a well their that, teeth are frightening there's have a well seen a hippo's teeth yeah and they're pissed off twenty four seven. Hurt you. And there's a well years ago, a long, long time ago, that went one way, and the hippo walked on the land, and then grew legs, and now you have hippo. And so it's actually a, a a fucking land well, bruh. And he's pissed off twenty four seven. So hippos are scary. But they're kind of cute and like uh like an oh my god, it's so ugly, it's cute kind of way. Yeah, as long as you're not in a boat getting flipped over and eat by these bitches. Like some people's babies are like, oh, it's so ugly, it's cute. Yeah, well, these hippos are kind of like that. So in the 80s, Escobar smuggled four hippos from an American zoo into Colombia. I'm just curious how that went over. Um, they were kept at his luxurious Hacienda Napoles, which is in Antigua. Ooh. Uh, Porto Triumfo Antiqua. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have a home near there. So after his crime empire collapsed, these hippos were just set loose. Like, here, go be free. Um, 
And since they didn't have any real like natural predators in Colombia or whatever, and there's a lot of water sources, um, these hippos thrived. It's a suitable climate for them. And then they started multiplying. So the initial four that he brought over in the 80s now have over 100 hippos. And scientists are saying by 2039, there could be 1,400 of these hippos oh my God. in Colombia. Oh, my God. It's like an invasive species. Yeah. on it's like kudzu. On steroids. But, but hippos. I think they're very territorial. So, you know, the direct area around them is going to be controlled by essentially a tank on legs, right, with a huge mouth and huge teeth. Yeah, this is not good. So I guess you need hippos to live where, like, lions and shit kill them as much as they can, right? When they're babies and such yeah. around the watering hole. Probably like honey badgers, too. Yeah. They don't, they don't give a fuck. Or do what about that wolverine that run up on that guy? The well, wolverine's no joke. Well, you would have to give some background to that story because our listeners weren't snuggling with us last night on the couch. <laughs> oh, we were watching Alone, the series where... They take the survivalist people and put them out there, and they're literally alone for X amount of time. Which sounds like a dream. Well, it, well, I think it'd be harder than that. But anyway, this well, guy's, no, I just meant like the being alone part sounds pretty awesome. Oh, my God. This guy's just walking through the brush by himself, and here comes a, a pissed-off wolverine. And it was scary, right? Yeah, it reminded me of like one of the creatures from Ghostbusters. Like it was leaping out of the fridge like, Zool! Yeah, you're talking about like 40 pounds of pissed off looked, coming at you from very low it center of gravity. looked like a little devil, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this so, is fun. there's a guy from Brazil who got this humiliating birthday party thrown for him by police after he was arrested, um, I guess the day that he like turned 18. So, basically, he had committed this crime, and by the time police get up to him, it's like the day of his birthday. Oh, that sucks. So, I mean, obviously, turning 18, for most people, is a fun occasion. But for this guy, his name is Paulo Rodrigo das Navas. Um, this event was anything but exciting. He was arrested after being caught stealing on camera um, some sound equipment and other parts from people's cars. So the police decided to humiliate him once they brought him in and arrested him. They sang happy birthday. They had a cake and soda. And they filmed the whole thing and posted it online. Well, fuck that, dude. You just took me to jail and I still got cake and soda on my birthday. So the joke's on you. Yeah, well, he doesn't look too happy about it. And then they oh. posted it on social media. So oh. like everyone's watching this guy turn 18 in jail. So maybe he's part of a really tough gang, and now they're all going to fight him because they think he got bitched out by the cops. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Ooh, that's a devious plan. The cops may have a very strong following on Facebook. Maybe. I was just thinking if if cops threw me a party, I would be like, awesome, strippers, yeah. Dun, 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 sexy cop time. Oh, like every one of them strippers because they have cop uniforms on? Yeah. Okay. They love it when you ask them that, too. Now, for once, I'm trying to so, follow your line of thought. So this one night, I was at a bar in Asheville, like, listening to a band, and the show was almost over, and some asshole pulls the fire alarm, so they evacuate this bar, this club, whatever. Um, everybody's standing outside. 
and they bring in the fire, you know, the police and fire come in and whatever and figure out that somebody just pulled this alarm. So as like the cops and the firemen are like pouring out of the building, I was all like, oh my gosh, how did you know it was my birthday? And the guy looks at me and I was all like, yeah, woo! And start like dancing. Well, this one fireman, I guess, thought it was really funny and started like going along with it. But the cops were looking at me like I was such an asshole. Nice. I was like, how much, boys? It's pretty funny. My friend's like dragging me to the car like, she's just drunk. Come on. Yeah, I feel like some alcohol was involved in the story. I was like, let me see your big hose. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm obnoxious when I'm drunk, but fun. It's true. So, yeah, that's crazy. So, he got humiliated by the cops. Yeah. Okay. At least, yeah, they thought they were humiliating him. I thought it was kind of a fun story. And I have a very strange story. I wish that I had a birthday party in jail. I have a strange story, and it's sad. It's not fun at all. Does it involve mashed potatoes? Well, fuck no. Oh, okay. What the fuck? Who has mashed potatoes stories? Well. I mean, really? Well, actually, Dylan. Go ahead and tell us your fucking mashed potatoes story then. No, go ahead. No, you probably have one where like somebody put it on their face like a beard and was like, ho, ho, and everybody was like, oh, man, you're ruining all the potatoes. That's what you did like three Thursdays not. ago. <laughs> that sounds awesome, but That's I did. What happened the last time your mother-in-law came over? You weirdo. I have not done that he, ever. Yes, too. Oh yeah. So I have a story about a prominent family in South Carolina. I already don't like these people. Well, no, don't do that because they're prominent. What? I'm not allowed to dislike people <laughs> for being prominent. <clears throat> when people are described as prominent, I'm like, ah. you don't think you'll ever be described as prominent? No. Yeah. Like, just, like prominently an asshole, maybe, but... We're just scraping by, guys. Not prominent. Yeah, we're just regular salt-of-the-earth people. Are we? Don't you think so? <laughs> no. We're oh. ha- we're highfalutin'. Oh, my gosh. I got to do something with you. Why? Yeah, so uh, a mother and son from a prominent South Carolina family were shot and killed on their property while the son was awaiting trial in connection to a 2019 boat crash that left a 19-year-old woman dead, police say. Wow. Okay. So this is, again, from the directly from the pages of people.com. That's how we're rolling today. On June 7th, agents with the South Carolina Law Enforcement Division, a.k.a. SLED, as you'll recall from recent episodes, right? Yeah. Responded to a 911 call that came in at about 10 p.m., saying that two people were dead at a residence on Mosul Road in Islandton, like they live in Islandton, that tells you something. The SLED team says in a release. Margaret Maggie Murdaugh, 52, and her son Paul Murdaugh, 22, were found dead on the 1,770-acre property where the family has a hunting lodge, according to the Associated Press. Jeez. All right, so this is not... What is this, like a clue game, the hunting lodge? Look. This hunting lodge for rich weirdos. <laughs> this isn't rich people. This isn't someone who's in, in debt to their eyeballs in the $350,000 house and they have two new cars out front. This isn't those rich people. This is old, big, real. This is wealth, right? When you have a 1,700 plus acre property as for one a of hunting lodge. And you have the hunting lodge and the fox, they run the foxes. It's a well known on the fox. Circuit. Oh, I thought maybe they were like snipe hunting. No, 
Baby, this is this is real old school hunting. Yeah, I know. This is what I'm saying. They have a hunting lodge where they go snipe hunting. You cannot de. This is you're not picking your derails. You're in like constant derail mode, and that right there doesn't work. I've tried it. I don't even know what you're talking about. Exactly. That's because you're 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 so hardcore. Why am I derailing it? I'm saying why can't they have a hunting lodge for snipe? Okay. A snipes aren't real. B, these people hunt fucking foxes, bro. No, they're hunting snipe. Okay, maybe it is a snop lodge. Yeah, okay. <laughs> You've sold me. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, interestingly, they had the son, let's see here. Paul. Paul, the son Paul, was actually awaiting trial on a 2019 boating accident that killed a 19-year-old teen girl. Right. Okay. And they had, he had just went through. He's charged with multiple counts of felony DUI. I do believe. Sounds like he was intoxicated when the boating accident happened. Someone's dead, and they were mediating this. That doesn't sound like a mediation type of situation. You know, when I think of mediation, I think of like, you know, two nineteen-year-old girls got in a cat fight. In the Target parking lot over <laughs> yes. a boy. So maybe we mediate that, right? Yeah, an assault charge. Something that seems kind of minor. Not like, hey, you killed someone. No. We should mediate this. So he's already has three felony charges, right? And it's in mediation. These are criminal charges. Someone's died. I feel like, feel like that should be in the courtroom. Yeah, I just don't understand how even manslaughter could be mediated. Uh, no. I mean, that doesn't make sense. No, I don't understand that at all. So that, well, I do understand it. I, I think when, when I think about mediation, that it would be more like civil types of cases, but not criminal. I mean, I don't know. It's just very strange. No. So he's facing three felony charges for the boating accident in 2019, which killed 19-year-old Mallory Beach, unfortunately. That's sad. So she's a victim. Right, even if it is an accident, but you're under the influence, these are things that are not okay, right? Well, yeah, that's why you don't drink and boat. Because if you weren't drunk, the accident may not have happened, right? Right. So we don't know the specifics of that case. So it's been days before his death, a lengthy court-ordered mediation session, which failed to resolve a civil suit stemming from the crash, according to the Charlotte... Oh, so it is a civil... Charlotte Observer, right? Okay. yeah. So why aren't there criminal charges? Well, there should be. Oh, wait. Okay. I'm sorry. We've gotten a bit confused. I confused myself. So he's awaiting trial on the criminal charges. Right. And there's been a civil matter against him by the family. Right. I'm sure. Right. Okay. So they're mediating that. And I'm going to guess somebody got pissed off. See, but that's very weird to me that they would have a civil trial before a criminal trial. That's not uncommon. But it's That's not uncommon. so strange that that would take place, I uh, guess. Oftentimes, the outcome of the civil trial, some people argue, can have a bearing on the criminal well, trial. Well, yeah, that's why I would imagine that they would have the criminal trial first and not the civil. And you're not the first to say that. It's very strange. And it's almost like the two sides of the criminal and the civil side move at different rates, right? Because this commonly happens. And a lot of people argue you shouldn't allow the civil matters to work out before the criminal trial because you could taint the pool of jurors, right? Well, yeah. If you pick up a newspaper and see that someone, a family won a civil trial and a big chunk of money from someone who's accused in a criminal matter, 
Aren't you in the back of your mind, even subconsciously going to be like, that person's fucking guilty because this has already went through court of sorts, right? Yeah. That's not cool. Well, I actually knew someone who had, I guess, like a pending a domestic assault type of charge against someone. And then they had a protective order, which was civil. And somehow, I guess the two... Um, were you know related to each other and they got scheduled on different days and so when this person I know went to get their like restraining order um, permanently and you know instated or whatever um, because you know I guess they give you temporary and then you have to get like a big one the full year or two years or whatever but they were like oh the judge was like well I can't really sign off on this because the criminal stuff hasn't happened yet so if I sign off on this then that automatically means that person it's like saying they're guilty of stalking you or whatever. Right. And was like making a big deal about it. And my friend was just like, what the hell? Like, so you're telling me this person can kill me because you don't want to give me a, like further this temporary thing out until the next court date. And it ended up kind of being a thing. And I guess finally she got it. But I just remember that conversation about, well, why would they even have the civil stuff before they had the criminal if it's going to affect? Well, yeah. Because if you have a protective order, then clearly like something's not, kosher right it's not cool true it, someone found that to be to meet the threshold of you actually being in a dangerous so it situation just seems strange i don't know like i remember that story because i was thinking well that's really strange now i've got to say that is very strange not to discount your statements i'm being very uh, forgiving and open today yeah yeah i accomplished a lot of stuff today so okay when i first heard the story i gotta be honest i heard you know, the mom, 52 years old, the 22-year-old son awaiting trial for an accident, and he's mediating a civil matter now that I realize that's a civil matter. So it's a big deal, this accident. I thought a spoiled brat who's never been held accountable for his actions. Rich family, I mean wealthy family, living on 1,700-acre estates, one of their places, right? Yeah. So this kid's a brat is what I thought, and that's not victim-blaming. I'm not talking shit about a dead person. Right, so here's a description of What's the What's wrong act. with talking shit about dead people? Well, if he was shitty in life, I'm still going to talk about the shitty things he did in life. Okay. Yeah, well, that's what bothers me is, you know, we always try to act like people who died are great when they're a piece of shit. Like, can we just be honest? They were a piece of shit. I'm going to walk you through this accident let's and you go, tell me what you think. Let's go through this accident. Beach, the poor victim, was reportedly ejected from the boat along with five other passengers after Paul Murdoch crashed into a bridge at around 200... 2 a.m. on February 24th, 2019. According to the Island Packet, the group of friends were asked by adults earlier in the night not to go boating. That's some, they're all drunk as hell too. They're like, y'all shouldn't go boating. Everybody's drunk. It doesn't say that, but I'm assuming. Yet they boarded the 17-foot boat, which is a large craft. Rich people boat. That's a rich people boat in pretty thick fog in quote quotations. The crash allegedly happened after Paul drove full throttle following an argument among the group. So him and his friends, are, they're bickering. Everybody's half lit. They have some type of a so he's got to show out loud verbal fast. argument, right. and he takes off in a 17-foot-long craft. And you, you're a captain. That should, you should take that shit seriously. This is a craft. That's not just some little John boat. You're the captain of thy heart. <laughs> and he Sorry. pleaded guilty, not guilty, rather, in May of 2019. How do you plead not guilty? And was released on a $50,000 personal recognizance bond. Fucker, you did it. You guilty. How are you not guilty? 
wow, the charges against Paul will now be dropped now that he's been de- he's been killed. I have to think now that, that he's been dead. <laughs> not laughing about him dying. I have to think these things are connected, right? They had this long drawn out mediation over the civil matter that's been working its way through court. You have a criminal trial, three felony charges. Your loved one's dead. You're going through the civil matter and getting drugged across the fucking coals by their team of fucking lawyers. Well, that's the thing. Maybe somebody was like fed up and like, I don't feel like I'm going to get justice in this matter because this kid's got money and yes. powerful family. So fuck this kid. Fuck this kid. I mean, kid. that's what it sounds like to me. And uh, doesn't either, sound like random. No, I think it's connected. Some stranger who just happens to be traveling out near your 1700 acre hunting oh. lodge. Hello. I found myself in the midst of your 1,700-acre... Hi, my fiancé and I would like to use the phone. ...hunting reserve before I was so rudely interrupted. But I can't seem to find... Are these bullets the right size for this gun? Can we use your phone? We're both in a bit of hurry. (laughs) Okay. We'll just say where we are, then go back to the car. Wow. We don't want to be any worry. Do you think these bullets will fire out of this gun? Well, you got caught with a flat whirl. How about that? Oh, I'm sorry. Were we doing something? Was I was trying to do a bit. Oh, okay. No, I was trying to do a bit and you start doing Rocky Horror, which is awesome. I have a great, crazy story for us. I wasn't even done. Can I tell you my story now? Yeah, well, yeah I think we I'm really over listening to your story. <laughs> I'll be honest. So there's an Indian woman who had left her family home in 2010 and she hadn't been seen for years. Like, so she was assumed like... Just, you know, missing, vanished, whatever. By her friends and family? Yes. But guess what? She was found 11 years later living 500 meters from her parents' home in the house of this guy she'd fallen in love with. Uh Uh-uh. So her family had given up on ever finding her, thinking that something terrible had happened. She'd gotten killed, murdered, trafficked, or maybe she, you know, was living thousands of miles away somehow. Um... They never thought that they would find her living in the same village, let alone walking distance. It turns out she was 18 at the time of her disappearance. She walked out of the family home and went to the house of a local man she was having an affair with, a secret lover. And she knew her parents wouldn't approve of the relationship. So how they managed to keep this a secret, I have no idea. But she'd basically been living in this man's house for like 11 years without ever leaving the house, basically. I'm saying so that she could be with this man to be that dedicated. They'd have to be for this to truly not been discovered all this time. Literally stay inside, go out on very, very rare occasions uh, in the dark of night. When you can dance naked under a full moon. <laughs> Is that when? Yeah. That time of night. Okay. Yeah. I think they call that the witching hour, right? Yeah. Man, I can. Wow, you're keeping me on my toes, that's for sure. Well, isn't that interesting? Did you see how I asked you relevant questions she about was your story? Missing. Did you see that? That's crazy. And then poof, there she is. And I didn't say some totally random Next shit. Next door. That changed the conversation. What are you saying? <laughs> what are you trying to say? Um, you trying to talk shit? No. Run up, bitch. See, that's what I'm talking about. Run up. That's what escalates. That's escalation tactics. What are you talking about? Yeah, I'm talking about if some if the first sign of trouble, you'd be like, run up, bitch. And that never helps. <laughs> you or me. <laughs> See, this is the <laughs> attitude I'm talking about. 
Oh my God. I think we should just end this, right? Are you found something else? You want a divorce? Is that what you're saying? No, this podcast. Fine. This episode. Fine. How are we going to get, who's going to get custody of this podcast? We're going to have to cut it, saw it in the middle. So listeners, you're going to have to choose a side. Which parent do you want? You want to go live with daddy Dylan? Are you team Dylan? Or do you want to come live with mom? Okay. Cause I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Well, th- thanks for trying to sell yourself, but you know what? I think it's best if we just do it together. I think that's where the magic's at. Don't well, you? You were just trying to divorce me on the air. What are you No, I'm just trying to end the episode. Oh my gosh. Do you hear what I put up with, you guys? See, and the, the bad thing is, people, I can't turn the off button. She has control. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> she has control. <laughs> of my own off button? Yes. Yeah, I think I have control of all my buttons, Dylan. Flick yourself off. I will. Okay. I do pretty regularly. So uh, with that being said, where can our listeners get more content, Dylan? Well, if you want more content after this episode, you can visit us at Patreon slash dot com. Patreon dot com slash. What's the name of your podcast? Mountain Murders Podcast. Yeah, so Patreon.com slash Mountain Murders Podcast, and you can get bonus material, ad-free episodes, and of course, join our fun Discord chat. Oh my God, it's the best. If you have a message for us, right? Maybe you just you want to send us a psychic message. I enjoy those. Or you can send us an email to mountainmurderspodcast at gmail.com. Yes, you can. You can do all those things. And you know what? You could take just one second... You can hit that subscribe button no matter what player you're on. You can leave us a five-star review. Talk about how wonderful Heather is and how much you love us. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or, yeah. and those things really help keep us uh, visible. They keep us out there. You're trying it just to takes, me up. It just takes a couple of seconds, a minute maybe. So hook us up, bro. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. Okay. We're going to wrap things up. Say goodbye, Dylan. <laughs> goodbye, Dylan. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.